Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. I came across a statistic the other day when I was looking up some things about Valentine's Day because happy late Valentine's Day. And I, I think that the statistic actually said that in 2023, so this year, in the U.S., we would be spending somewhere along the lines of, and I believe it said 25, could have been a little bit higher than this, but 25 billion with a B dollars on Valentine gifts, cards, and candy. And of course, going out to dinner. And I thought that's ridiculous because we spent way less than that this year. <laughs> I don't know where that number comes from. I'm like, maybe millionaires are buying each other gifts and that's, I don't know. It just seems like that's ridiculous. That's a lot of money. We could do a lot of things with 25, 29, whatever it is, billion dollars. Like that's insane to me. I can't even like wrap my mind around that, how much money that is. But we spend it because why? Because maybe we feel obligated to, um, we feel like we have to. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, if I have ever purchased anything for somebody for Valentine's Day, it is definitely not out of obligation. I'm the kind of person that I love to show my appreciation, my love for friends that get maybe birthday presents or Christmas presents, or we actually put together and celebrated uh, um, a friend's new job a couple weeks ago and our daughter's starting school. So it was kind of like, I, I like to celebrate. I like to um, put people on a little bit of a pedestal, not in a weird way, not in a bow down and worship you kind of way, but like it's it's something special to celebrate things. I think we should celebrate the small things because... You never know when the small things are going to be the big things. And so I like to celebrate. So Valentine's Day to me is kind of special only because, well, first of all, it's the day after my birthday. So uh, my husband did a really good job this year. He bought me something really cool. He's He always buys me the techie stuff because he knows that one, I have no idea what I would be looking at. He's like, you need this thing. And I'm like, I don't even know what that thing is. And he's like, trust me, you're going to want it. And so then he'll buy me really cool things. Um, so he spent some time, I'm sure, and, and some money putting together something for me for my birthday, which was lovely. We went out to dinner and I still can't get quite to the billions of dollars in why we would spend. Although I have to say, I did notice, is it just me or have cards gotten way more expensive than they used to? Like who's paying $750 for a card that I'm going to scribble in, write some sweet words in. Sure. Great. And then I'm going to give it to you. And okay. So my husband, he's like, oh, this is nice. He opens it up. He reads it. Aw. And he puts it in the envelope and he walks away. Like <laughs> there's no, it's not amazing. It's not great. He doesn't save them. So I don't look for expensive cards. Although I have to say, I think my card this year was kind of funny because we had just had a conversation about him going to the grocery store. And I said, make sure you get the everything bagel. And he was like, well, what's on it? And I'm all, everything. <laughs> Duh. And so the card that I got him actually had two bagels and they had all the little like seasonings on them because it said, you're my everything get it? It's so cute. I love it. So it was kind of funny. Like for me, cards are kind of hit and miss. Like I don't have to buy a card. And I really honestly, it doesn't matter to me if you buy me a card because 
unfortunately, I'm not super sentimental when it comes to stuff like that. I love it when I can give to other people. So you might feel like this is the most ridiculous rant she's had on here. Well, hold on. If you haven't listened to all of them, I'm sure there are worse ones. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about, yes, it is coming back to love. See, I'm coming back. I'm just making a wide U-turn. So coming back to love and how important love is, I had a scripture that I was reading, and it's Colossians 3.14, and it popped up in my inbox in my email the other day, and I was like, oh, I love the scripture, and I read it, and it says this, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I didn't know specifically what virtues the scripture was talking about. And I can't stand not knowing the context of a scripture. I hate whenever it's just like the scripture and it sounds pretty, but then we have no idea like who they're writing to, why they're writing it, what else was involved. I got to know the whole story. So I had to back up a little bit and actually go to Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 and 13. And then 14 makes sense. So here's what 12 and 13 say. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And then here's 14. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So the virtues would be compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Now, I'm going to tell you, I am not always <laughs> compassionate. That is probably one of my, they would say what, toxic traits. <laughs> I'm not always very compassionate. I am the kind of person that's like... I'm sorry you're having a rough day. Let's, you know, suck it up and do better and have a better day. Like I'm I'm trying not to wallow in the mud of self-doubt and uh, depression and, oh, my life is horrible. What was me? Like I, I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. I'm going to pull myself up by the bootstraps and have a better day. Maybe it means listening to music that I love to sing to. Maybe it means picking up a book that I love to read grabbing coffee with a friend. Like I'm, I'm just not a woe is me kind of girl. It's not my thing. I don't like that. I don't even like to be around people who are like that. But part of that is because I struggle sometimes with compassion. Um, to me, sometimes things that are difficult, other people might look at that and go, well, that's not even difficult at all. And so I feel like I've, you know, there's some give and take with compassion, but then we have kindness. I'm pretty good on that one. Check. I'm good there. Uh, humility. I, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty humble person, but now saying it out loud, I feel like this is patting myself on the back. So maybe not. <laughs> then we have gentleness. Um, yes. I'm just going to stop it. Yes. Um, and then we have patience and patience can be really difficult for me also. So I feel like I'm struggling with the bookends of these virtues, compassion and patience. <sighs> I try to be patient, guys. I do for real. But sometimes, you know, ugh, people, <laughs> am I right? People. <laughs> sometimes people just drive me bonkers and I have to step back and think, okay, I need to be more patient. And this is actually something Brian and I just went through a Bible reading plan specifically about marriage relationships. And one of the things that the scriptures and the different devotional days were talking about was patience and having this patience 
with each other, cultivating um, an attitude of patience and forgiveness. And if you're married or in a committed relationship for any amount of time, you're going to know that these are things that you've got to have in your relationship. You have to be patient with each other. There are days when it's just going to suck and you're going to have to deal with the other person's bad attitude. Or there are plenty of days when Brian's had to deal with my bad attitude. Um, The last little over, oh gosh, not quite four months, but Brian has really had to kind of take in stride some of the days when I've had really difficult times just struggling with not feeling like I can do all the things I used to do. Thank the Lord, I actually am able to walk only if I have my tennis shoes on, which makes no sense to me. Like, why can I not just walk barefoot on my ankle like normal? (laughs) But I'm happy that I can at least move around. I can, if I have my brace and my tennis shoes on, my brand new pair of Vans that I got for my birthday, I'm so excited because I love them. They're like the best, and I can actually move around a little bit more freely So there have been days when I've been struggling through this whole entire thing from getting hurt to the healing process. I've had days whenever I have really struggled with just having a good attitude. I can say probably maybe a handful of times I've broken down in frustration and cried, but it's only been out of frustration. It's not because anybody is doing or not doing something. It's more me and how I look at myself because, again, I am not a very compassionate person, even with myself. Um, I'm like, just deal with it, you know? And so I have to be careful about that. But these are the virtues that the Bible is telling us that we should put on. And it literally says, clothe yourselves with, and then list the virtues. So when you clothe yourself, not to be confused with being spiritually naked, (laughs) But you clothe yourselves with these things that God has told us to put on every single day. Unless you live in a nudist colony, then you're putting on clothes every single day. I have learned to have to put on socks because I have to wear a brace. And if I don't wear the brace um, without, if I wear the brace without the socks, then it will kind of rub against the side of my ankle and then it will hurt. So I have to put socks on. I've learned that I have to just make that decision to put them on. There's not even an option. Put the, put on the socks. And if you've listened, you know I hate socks with a passion. <laughs> I hate all socks. I don't like wearing them, but I've had to learn to put them on. Just like these virtues that the Bible is telling us to put on. Maybe I don't love being patient and gentle all the time. But the Bible is telling me these are necessities. These are things you need to put on. It's not a choice. It's not an option. Kind of like when I was little, putting on tights to go to church and putting on a dress, there was no option. It was put them on because we're going. (laughs) And so I just have to do it. And so the reason we have to clothe ourselves with these virtues is because it helps us to bear with each other. It helps us to deal in all of our relationships across the board, from friendships to family relationships, to being a parent, to being a spouse, to being in ministry, to being a coworker. Like you have to deal with people every day. And if you put on compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience, it is so much easier to deal with people. It is so much easier than trying to just be like, ugh. They're being a jerk today, so I don't want to be nice to them. Well, then if we continue and it goes to verse 14, it says, and over all these virtues, put on what? 
love. So it's kind of like getting dressed, you're ready to go out, and love to me would be like putting on perfume or body spray or cologne. Like it's, it's the fragrance that you wear over everything else. It's what covers everything else. It says that love binds all of those virtues together in perfect unity. It's like the perfect pair of earrings that match your outfit. Maybe for the guys, it's like that special pair of shoes that you don't always wear, but they're your favorite shoes and when you love when you get to put them on. And so it kind of ties the whole outfit together, right? So when we put on love over everything else, it helps us to be in perfect unity, And I'm going to tell you that if you have been out in the world for five minutes, you know that there is a lot of disconnectedness. There is not a lot of unity. People will argue over literally the dumbest things on social media. There is not unity. And it just is like, why? (laughs) Why do we feel the need to argue over the dumbest things? Me arguing with you about something on social media is not going to change your mind. It's just going to make us have friction between us, right? And so when we use love, it says that love will bind everything together in perfect unity. And God is love. And he is the one. If we will submit to him and we will choose to put on all of these other things, these other virtues, we then can be pulled together under him in unity. So I hope that you were encouraged today. I hope that you have a wonderful after Valentine's Day. And I just, I I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. Um, I know I kind of ramble sometimes, but thanks for listening. And you can check out any of the books that I've written on Amazon.com. Just search my name, Amy Arabian. I hope you have a great day. God bless. And I'll catch you next time.